I uh, grew up having two left feet and three right hands, it seemed. I was really bad at sports. Uh, and uh, for a number of other reasons, I was, um, FIAD was a miserable time for me. I was always the last picked. And so St. Matthias is a particularly uh, uh, good saint for me uh, as one who's last picked. And, and uh, unlike uh, me, who just had uh, coordination issues, let's just leave it at that, uh, St. Matthias had other issues. Namely that, as we hear St. Peter standing up and, and saying, these are the qualifications that the next apostle, somebody who is going to take Judas's place, uh, has. First, think about that. He's replacing Judas, the man who would betray Jesus, the man who would sell Jesus out for 30 pieces of silver. And as we, we heard during uh, the Holy Week, he would rob Jesus. He would take money from the money bank, which he was in control of. He would steal. So he's a thief. He's a betrayer. He's a liar. He's a conniver. And St. Matthias took second place to that. Ouch. But not only that, when you consider why the, the qualifications. We need somebody who was with us from the time Jesus was baptized until his ascension. Matthias, St. Matthias was, was there for the entirety of Jesus. Well, maybe not the entirety, entirety, maybe not every moment, but he was there for the big events of Jesus' ministry and yet wasn't chosen by Jesus directly. And yet I can't help but think he wasn't angry, jealous, felt slighted, felt saddened that he was the last picked. I think he was just pleased that God would use him. And God did use him from that moment on. He gave his life and uh, the Church of, uh, of St. Matthias and Wanda has uh, two images of St. Matthias. Both of them are a little haunting. One, he's holding the tor his own torture instrument, a flay knife. Phew. Yeah. Not very good. But he understood that his job was, as St. Peter says, to, to go and proclaim, uh, to be witnesses of Christ's resurrection. That was Matthias. In fact, that's all the apostles' jobs, and that continues to be the apostles. And what we have today with St. Matthias is the beginning of apostolic succession, how the church, following the model of Jesus Christ, understands that we need apostles. We need those who have been sent, which is what apostle means, who have been sent to proclaim the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we see that uh, apostolic succession yet. The apostles aren't succeeded by the cardinals. They're succeeded by our bishops. So Bishop Lavore is the successor of St. Peter and St. James and St. John and St. Matthew and St. Matthias, St. Thomas. In fact, uh, Bishop Lavore can trace his uh, spiritual lineage back to St. Thomas. He was ordained uh, bishop by uh, Archbishop Ninestead, who, was, who could trace his lineage back to St. Thomas. That apostolic succession reminds us it's not a matter of who's chosen and when they're chosen 
and, and the failures that came before, even the failures that come after, but rather how God has chosen them to go and bear fruit, fruit that will remain, fruit that will last. And that fruit is so necessary to proclaim Jesus Christ in his resurrection. That's our job, too. We get that, uh, us priests get, get our duties from sharing with Bishop Lavore and his ministry. But all of us are called, all of us are called to proclaim Jesus Christ. And again, it doesn't matter when we were chosen, whether we were first chosen or last chosen. All that matters is, are we going to bear fruit, good fruit that will last? Or, unfortunately, we have the choice, too, to be like Judas, to be more like St. Matthias, who becomes a witness to the gospel, a witness to Jesus Christ and his resurrection, who didn't feel slighted in the least of being chosen second but rather knew his dignity.